cool cats and kittens out there. It's Carol Baskin. Oh, wait, wrong script. Sorry, got that one screwed <laughs> up. Anyway, what's going on, everybody? It's yours truly, uh, OK Fape here. Welcome back, everyone, to the World of Fandom podcast, where all you cool cat and kittens out there can enjoy everything we talk in the world of fandom. You guys know me. I'm Connor, a.k.a. OK Fabe. But uh, joined with me, of course, is my brother from another mother. I got with me Mr. Andrew Cutter, Inc. Andrew, how are you? Good, sir. I am living the dream, just surviving the election. How are say, you doing, my friend? I was about to say, you sound exhausted. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it is, what, 1030 at night, so it's not like it's early. Yeah, I feel like this week has been the longest three years, <laughs> right? Yeah, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, this has just been, it's time for a break. Yeah, but we're not we're not going to talk about politics on this on this show. It's it is what Never. it is. Uh yeah, no, not not doing that. Just that it's it's been it's been long, it's been tiring and hopefully things are going to just move on move on forward and move and uh keep on going forward. So that being said, uh it's been a little while. I think it's been over a little over a week now since we've done an episode, but we've been uh We've been killing on these episodes. I've had a lot of positive feedback from people on the show, which I really do appreciate from everybody who's listening to us. Uh, we've covered a lot of ground in terms of a lot of different episodes. If you guys haven't checked out the episode so far, we've talked about everything from the console wars to Dragon Ball to um, me triggering Andrew about Batman movies. Uh, we've talked about WWE, Power Rangers, Beast Wars and Beast Machines. And this week's episode is going to be one that's going to be pretty heavy because, and I'm sure we're not going to get to everything we want to get to, I'm sure. We're talking Star Wars. May the fourth be with you, if you have a mm. listen. One of my favorite memes out there is a picture of, like, Spock, and it says, may the force ever be in your favor. And oh, then underneath it's, like, from Gandalf. It's, uh, it's, a picture of, it's a picture of Patrick Stewart. Well, I think there's one of Spock, too. Oh, I'm sure there is, but, but, I, but I love that one. It's like, uh, want to trigger nerds? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I love that one. I think you shared that recently. But uh, speaking of sharing, if you guys want to join along with us in conversations and join with us on social media, make sure you guys follow us over on the Twitter at PodFandom, because we always love talking with you guys on social media. I did uh, I did, prom- <laughs> I did promote this week's episode by showing a GIF of a sand person, because I, tipped a, I, typed in st- I typed in Star Wars GIF, and, you know, there's a bunch of them and all that stuff and funny, but I'm like... Why is the sand person holding up a stick and shaking angrily the first one? I'm like, screw it. That's going to be the one we're going to use to promote this week's episode. Exactly. Dude, sand people are the best. Um, just, yeah. They, no, no, I was going to say that I was going to say the sand people are actually pretty badass in the latest episode of Mando, which we were kind of talking about before we hopped on here, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment. But uh, of course, like I said, guys, uh, like, share, subscribe, follow wherever you guys listen to us, whether it be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and hopefully coming soon to that cat sounds pissed. No, she's just, dude, we've been out of the house a whole day, and then when I come home, she's just like, give me love, <laughs> love now, I'll kill mice for you. Like, I was trying to be and nice and like, Lord <laughs> I was trying to be like nice I- and like block her out, but like, I just, I can't, It's it's too funny. Dude, she's like my Paul Bearer. She just it's loud and annoying and she's always around me. Daddy, me oh my god, now. it's too funny. Feed me. Oh dude, and let's just take a moment of silence in all seriousness. Twenty twenty has claimed so many people. It just claimed Al Trebek I know. of Jeopardy. Dude, it, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean this this year has been stressful as it is, and uh it sucks because I think with Alex, he was diagnosed, I think, I, I went back and looked, he announced that he was diagnosed last year, so back, I think, in March of 2019, and that was a pretty devastating, you know, that was a pretty hard blow, but, but, um, but we were, 
optimistic and he was optimistic and he kept filming apparently he filmed my, my wife was telling me he just recorded like an episode of jeopardy two weeks ago like no, it sure. wasn't that long ago and i'm like man but i mean you know all things considered uh they said he was you know he was 80 i mean that's still a very good run he yeah. uh died peacefully in his sleep surrounded by family and friends so you know if you're if you're gonna go that way but uh i wonder if that means uh, do you think they're gonna continue the show that's tough because like i don't think game shows are as viable anymore if anything i think if they do mm, I, think I know it's it's, it's it's tough because like you, you take a look at like Price is Right, right? Like Price is Right, you mm -hmm. had Bob Barker pass the torch to Drew Carey, and so it was an easier transition, uh, which I thought Drew was but, d decent at it at least. But then, but this is something where like he Alex has been like the guy for yeah forever. Yeah, it's also tough too because I I, I think that game shows are now very niche. And with streaming services and everything taking over, I don't think people are, I think, I don't know how to say it. I think an older segment of the population and, you know, maybe people that stay at home and work from home might watch game shows. Yeah. But, like, I, I just don't think it's that big anymore. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I'll, I'll maybe, you know what? Screw it. I'll throw it up on Twitter and see what people think. Do you think that uh, Jeopardy should continue with a different host? I'd love to see people's thoughts on it. I mean, again, we're trying to, like, not not in a disrespectful manner, obviously. I'm just, I'm just curious yeah. if, if we think, like, but I, I do see your point. Like, game shows are, are not as pop culture, not, not even pop culture. They're not as topically referenced anymore as they were um or as mainstream. That's the word I was looking for. They weren't as mainstream as they were before, for sure. Yeah. Um, but speaking of mainstream, Star Wars. Man, Star oh. Wars is... Uh, this is a heavy one. And I, I'll just say this right from the get-go. We have no script. We have no notes. We have no like specific things that we're going to talk about as far as this, other than just the Star Wars franchise itself. So chances are we will probably be going into more detail with either certain movies or maybe characters or even like The Mandalorian, which we were talking about before. Um, so we're probably going to miss some stuff. We're just going to go off on oh. kind of tangents here. Um, we may not have notes. We may not have a, you know a structure, but there's going to be a lot of feelings and we have a lot of that. So, I guess, I guess we should talk about the movies first and foremost, right? Like the first, the core. I don't want to even say core nine because I know that's going to trigger trigger some people. <laughs> well, how about this? How about we do this real quickly? Let's yeah. take two minutes. Yeah. I think it's always good for people to establish where you and I are in the fandom. Yep. And you know what what got us into it, where we stand now, and then we can just we can talk about. The hot mess that is <laughs> everything, right? I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Anyways, let me just start. Go. Star Wars for me is like a first girlfriend. When it comes down to sci-fi, which I'm heavily into, Star Wars is kind of the start, and I guess Star Trek too. Although we won't go into Star Trek, we're just talking about Star Wars. I started off Star Wars watching it with my brother and my father, the original trilogy. Yep. And of course, I saw the sequels, uh, the prequels and the sequels. And I got heavily into the expanded universe. My favorite Star Wars stories are actually not from the movies. It's the Thrawn trilogy, as well as the Thrawn duology, Spectre of the Past are and Vision of the Future. Are you talking about the book series? Yeah. Holy uh, shit, that's a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. By Timothy Zahn, um, which is one of the reasons why I have certain feelings towards the newest Star Wars, because it's basically erased my favorite Star Wars. Like, it erased mm. one of my favorite characters in Grand Admiral Thrawn, although he came back, it's still not the same. Right. It erased Mara J. Skywalker, one of my favorite characters. 
So I was heavily into the expanded universe. Dash Rendar, even though he wasn't that great of a character, I have fond memories of Shadows of the Empire, both the books, the comics, and the video games. So uh, that uh, that's where I was. And I was a huge Star Wars fan all the way through. And then the new trilogy came out and it started off good, despite my reservations. And then we kind of go from there. But I was a heavy Star Wars fan. Not so much anymore, but I still kind of... the, the I still kind of watch it. We'll get into that when we get to it, right? I think we'll definitely get into that when we talk about Mandalorian. But yeah. how about you talk about your, your past with Star Wars? So Star Wars was interesting for me because um, it's one of those things where, and I'm sure this is going to be a common phrase I use um, for a lot of different things, where, like, you know, we've talked about a lot of different things that I've had a deep fandom for, like in terms of Dragon Ball, um, WWE Wrestling, uh, Beast Wars and Beast Machines specifically when we were talking about that on the last week episode but Star Wars was one of those things where it's like I, I know enough to carry a conversation with it um, I've obviously seen all the movies um, I haven't watched as many of the shows as I'd like to and I will say that having watched Mandalorian it now has like reignited me like okay now I want to go and see I want to see Clone Wars. I want to go back and watch the Clone Wars show, the good one. <laughs> um, yeah. So it, it's like I know the basis. Like I've seen Rogue. Uh, I've seen Solo. <laughs> I've seen um, um, what is it? Rogue One. I've seen like I've seen the mainstream movies, right? But I haven't dove or dr- dove. Yeah, dove past us. Uh, into as much as like you have with the book series, because I know that's a rabbit hole. That's like. <laughs> that's because I've, I remember going over your house and seeing like all the Star Wars books. I'm like, not that I was like indifferent about anything, but I remember going back and like, Jesus, the, how many books there were out there. And then I like, I remember looking up like, oh, how many, there can't be that many Star Wars novels off of the holy shit, there's too many of them. I mean, I think there's like over a hundred. Yeah, there's, it, it's kind of nuts. I haven't, I haven't even read all of them. I usually, when I was reading a lot in college of the expanded universe, I only kind of focus around what were considered the quote-unquote good ones. But yeah, dude, there's way too many out there. So for me, it's actually interesting because I um, I watched, and this might this I'm curious if this if this brings back memories. Do you remember in 1997 they they re yes. they re-released the trilogy? Yes. Yeah. So that's what happened. Um, no, no, go ahead. Um, so what happened was, for those who don't know, they re-released the original Star Wars trilogy, so A New Hope, uh, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, and they re-released them with like special, like a co- <laughs> which is kind of laughable in some ways now, given like how much technology is advanced with movies, of uh, like special effects and digital and all that stuff, and like added new scenes to it. They really didn't do a whole lot of difference to it, but it, it made it somewhat better. Um, and then that got me like I was like watching that shit like crazy. And then obviously it felt you know it got kind of quiet on the Star Wars front for about a couple of years. And then in 01 came Phantom Menace, and it's like okay shit now we're gonna get the ball rolling. And so you know um, I remember I still remember Sci Fi Club. Oh my god, yes, with um, Mr. B. Doc Bach was it? Oh, Mr. B. What did Doc Bach do? Doc did um, did um he oh, did gaming. He did, done, he did gaming, yep. which is what I was in in Magic with. Yep. Who was the other one? Who and he was the track coach too. Oh, oh um, Capone. The really awkward Capone. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, we're we're talking about our school. Never yeah, mind. we're talking about teachers that ran clubs. But the the for those of you wondering, the Sci Fi Club literally was just most of the time us watching Sci Fi movies <laughs> and just either make like we were basically like the living embodiment of uh, MST3K in terms of just making comments over it and 
mother of God, that was my favorite club, hands down. Yeah, and the gaming club was basically me trying to play Dungeons & Dragons with people instead of once a week. Turns out to be once every two months, so fuck that class. <laughs> so um, then, the, then, the, then the prequels came out, um, and then it, obviously everything happened with the Disney acquisition, and then we saw like the little like side movies like Solo and stuff, and then when uh, Force Awakens came out, Jesus Christ, that's when like... I feel like it, it like the 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 new I feel like the new trilogy, the the new one with the with um 7 8 9 really pushed Star Wars fandom to the front. Not that it was never there, but it really made it prominent and really made it like you can't escape it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean Disney does a very good job at doing stuff like that, but I think what it really did is it divided the fandom quite a bit. Yes. Um, you know, whenever you have an intellectual property like Star Wars or Star Trek, and Star Trek's dealing with this too, if people need to know, I'm a massive Star Trek fan. Um, but whenever you have an intellectual property that goes over 20 or 30 years, you run the risk of one, having trouble getting new fans into it. And number two, is risking alienating the old fans. And it's almost an impossible thing. Some stuff like comic books or Transformers or fuck, Power Rangers, we were just talking about it. Yep. Or you can even take franchises from video games like Final Fantasy or Pokemon. What they typically do is they constantly, every five years, reboot or reintroduce stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy very rarely has sequels. Pokemon always introduces new Pokemon every generation. Transformers, how many shows have there been? And there's a Power Ranger team for every season. Right. So, But the problem with Star Wars is, is that you... It has such a cult, humongous. I well, I can't control. say cult. It has such a humongous following from the original trilogies and even the prequel t- trilogies that going into the new stuff, you run the risk of either screwing up with the new fans or screwing up with the old fans. And I think they did the latter rather than the former. I think a lot of old fans were not happy with the new trilogy, which I guess we might as well just. I'll, Here's, here's my philosophy on Star Wars. I'm going to go on a little rant, Connor. Go for so, it. Okay. So here's the thing about Star Wars. I absolutely love the original trilogy, right? Yep. One was fantastic. Two is considered one of the best sequels of all time. Yep. Three is my favorite of the Star Wars. Interesting. Uh, when really? I mean three, I mean Return of the Jedi, right? Really? Uh, yeah. I love Return of the Jedi. Minus the Ewoks, I thought Return of the Jedi had. <laughs> why, the Ewoks, why minus the Ewoks? And the Ewoks didn't even bother me that much. I think Return of the Jedi had the best opening. I love the the um, Jabba's palace. Oh, yeah, I'm like, it, I had a fucking mind fart. I'm like, what the fuck is the? I'm like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck is the opening of the Return of the? And like, yeah, okay, now yeah, it's, it's Jabba's palace. Yeah. And the, the battle between Luke and Vader was fantastic. I mean, dude, I literally would be sitting there with Christine just doing the loop, saying, "Go, no." I'm a Jedi, like my father before me. Oh, like, I love Return of the Jedi. Jedi. Yeah, and Luke, and Luke looked all badass in his black. Like, Luke is my favorite character, so we're going to get to him in a moment. But here's the thing, right? I love the the original trilogies. The sequel trilogies, I shit on it a lot when it first came out. I feel as though one is just boring. Nothing bad happens. Nothing offensive happens. You have Darth Time filler in there, and that's about it. Yep. And then you, the second one, right, Attack of the Clones, yep. I think that's the worst of the bunch because it just terrible, terrible stuff with Anakin and Padme <laughs> and just terrible story and all. And the third one, I hated so much, but it's actually aged pretty decently. 
and I've come to give it a little bit of a reprieve as I get older. Um, but you it's think still, you it think you think Revenge of the Sith is worse than Attack of the Clones? I thought it did. Now I think it's better. Now I think it's the best of the um, prequels. But that's not saying much. Right. But see, the thing about the prequels and the reason why I give them forgiveness or a bit of a buy is they do not affect the 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 original trilogy. Right. They do not affect the characters in that trilogy, as in that you know. And I'll get to this right. And the new. New sequel tri- uh, trilogy, right? Force Awakens was okay. It was just kind of a retread of everything that's been done beforehand. And I have to say, the best thing that came out of these new movies was Adam Driver's Kylo Ren. Just such an obnoxious <laughs> little, obnoxious little bitch, and I love it. I love it. I love when Luke Skywalker's like, "I failed you, Ben," and he goes, "I bet you did." And he's just like screaming at him. He's just—he's like the perfect heel wrestler, okay? But listen, the Force Awakens was what it was. The Last Jedi is the most offensive piece of fictional media <laughs> that I've ever had to experience, dude. It was terrible from the plotting to the story. But the worst stuff is how it treated Luke Skywalker. Here's the thing. Let me tell you something, Connor. You're telling me <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Jedi Master, who who was able to conquer the dark side and bring his father back, something no one has ever done before, right? right? That's like saying that's like making Hitler into like the most loving person in the world, right? He brought his father back. You're telling me that he would consider murdering his nephew, who's probably at this point twelve years old, while he's sleeping for ready, ready for this, a crime he never committed. You're telling me Luke Skywalker, because the whole the whole shtick was so he felt darkness in the heart of uh, of Adam Driver, uh, Kylo Ren, yep. and he was going to kill him right then and there while he was sleeping. You're telling me Luke Skywalker, basically Jesus of this world, yep. is going to kill someone when they're sleeping, who is his nephew, when he hasn't even committed a crime. It was terrible. And then just everything they did with Luke Skywalker was terrible in the film. The only thing that was good, actually, was the interactions between Rey and Kylo Ren. And then when we hop to the last movie, the last movie is just a shit show of, like, what can we throw together and see what would work? I mean, it's not as offensive as the previous film, but it's, like, all over the place. And, like, let's bring Palpatine back. So here's the thing. My honest opinion on Star Wars is Star Wars is like Michael Myers. Once you think it's dead, it just gets back up and starts chasing you again. No matter what. You kill it, it just keeps coming back. The only saving grace of Star Wars right now, in my opinion, yep, is a Mandalorian. So that's a lot to dissect there. <laughs> let me let me start with 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 the original trilogy. I think you're right. Okay. It's hard to it's hard to top the the, the problem all over the fucking place now. The the problem with any like franchise or established franchise is that when someone or something tries to get a hold of it and they try to do more with it, you end up sometimes tainting the quote-unquote pureness of what made the original thing so good. You know what I mean? I think that happens constantly in entertainment. You see it with reboots, you see it with remakes, you see it with sequels, you see it with... And it's not like Star Wars is obviously not an... Not a... um, 
immune to that either. I think that's no matter what you look at. We were just talking about it with like with Beast Wars and Beast Machines. It's kind of funny mm-hmm. that like that one, you know, you get some diamonds in the rough, obviously, but that was the we we sat there and we said that those are our two favorite Transformer series, knowing that there are tons of other ones that are out there that never hit the same like like hit the same quality that those two shows had. And Star Wars is no exception to that. So I, I, I'm kind of in the majority here. I think that um, Empire was the best out of the three, in my opinion, but I can definitely, I can't disagree with your valid points about Return of the Jedi. I think, um, I think the space fight in Jedi is my favorite. Honestly, I, I think, I, I think battles. not to, not to take away from the Luke moment. I, and, and it's funny, people are still dissecting the fight between Luke and Vader and Palpatine to this very day. Because there's so much that you can take away from it. There's so much that you can, um, that there's a lot, there's just a lot to dissect from like a psychology and like an acting standpoint. Like it's a lot. And I went back and rewatched that scene. I'm like, shit, there is so much you can take away from it. You know what I mean? Like there's so many different interpretations you can look at it and it's so good. Yeah. The big one that's going around right now is when Palpatine asks Luke to strike him down and Vader blocks him. It wasn't Vader attacking Luke, but trying to prevent him from doing something that would make him go on the dark side. So there's that theory going around that I've seen a lot lately. Yes, I mean, we, stuff like that. And that's that's what I really love is that, like, the movie's been out for, we're going on what? This is, you know, in 2027, it will be 50 years. Can you believe that? 50 fucking years? Really? 1983 is when that came out, wasn't no, it? No, the original trilogy Return? came out in, came out in 77. Well, the original one, yes, New yeah. Hope, but uh, okay. Oh, okay, talking you're talking about, about uh, Return of the Jedi. Okay, yes, Return. Okay, All right. that's uh, a good question. Um, let me see. Actually, when did that come out? Nope, well, you're right. Eighty-three. Eight. You're right. You're right. So eighty-seven is when we were born. Yep. We're thirty-three now. So do the math. The train leaves Boston going 55. <laughs> Dude, it's too late to do this kind of shit right now. Um, I play Pot of Greed in Detach Mode. <laughs> <laughs> you sunk my battleship. Uh, imagine if we God, just... There was something we, I was thinking about earlier that I wanted to talk to you about that was hilarious, but I completely forgot what it was. I felt like I had something to do with Yu-Gi-Oh, but continue. Well, it's funny because I'm actually holding Yu-Gi-Oh cards in my hand right now. Um, Ooh, I'm looking at mine right now. I got a... I, I had like an itch to buy some at the at the grocery. Uh, it was on Target. I'm like, check. I'm like, fuck it. And I got it. it was like, a, I, I guess it was like a Malik pack. Oh, don't they have like a like themed? Like a, yeah, yeah. I said, fuck it. I bought it. Nothing, nothing. There was nothing interesting in there. Anyway, we'll talk about Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm sure in another episode. Anywho, Dude, we we should. You know what we should do? Get back Next into it. Episode. Yeah. What we really should do is actually talk <laughs> about Star Wars. But yeah. you know what we should do? One what? of these things is we should talk about our gaming experience in high school because we ran Holy the gambit shit. from Magic the Gathering to Yu-Gi-Oh to Pokemon cards at one point. Not you, but me. Yep. And like it was a gambit, and among other things, like we do easy dice. We, of course, um, high school was about experimenting, but not with drugs for us. No, it was like what anime shit could we do next? Seriously. Hey, uh, can I get a hit of that Yu Yu Hakusho? <laughs> by the way, by the way, I did, th- I did while we were just recording right now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, I did well right now while we're recording this, I did throw up on Twitter on our Twitter at pod fandom. Make sure you guys follow us there. Which star Wars trilogy was worse. And I put the prequel or the new trilogy so far. We've only got seven votes, but by a whopping landslide so far, people think the new trilogy is worse. 
so far. Right. And we're going to keep the poll up for a couple days. So make sure you guys vote over there because we'll read the results on next week's episode. But anyway, back to the original. So <clears throat> the original trilogy, I still think Empire was was um, because that's when you have like Luke, you know, Vader revealing Luke that is his father. You have Yoda being introduced. You have uh, just a lot of tension. There's a lot of tension in this one. You know what I mean? There's a lot of like it's um, to compare to the Power Rangers episode. It's the per- it's the first part of the two part season finale when all the shit's hitting the fan at the same time. You know what I mean? Luke's missing mm. an arm. Luke's finding out his dad's alive. Say what? Luke is making out with his sister. Right. No, Han Solo's in carbonite. Uh, Chewbacca's <laughs> got like a uh, got a turd hanging off from his coat hair that he can't get out. You know, it's just it's a bad time overall for everybody. But um, but anyway, <clears throat> so the trilogy was what it was. I'm not taking any away from it. I'm not even saying anything I don't like about it. But the prequels, um, yeah. My problem was generally and i'll go into specifics here i felt like the first two just fucking dragged on forever Mm -hmm. and then you got to the third one and i feel like they crammed two movies worth of of like context knowing like uh fuck we gotta wrap a lot of shit up in one movie you know what i mean like am i the only one that thought that like I felt like they just like wrapped like uh, like Palpatine just comes out. Oh, by the way, uh, Senate's gone. We're now an empire. Like what? <laughs> we, where, what? Um, I feel like there should be a little bit more like more build to the. You know what I mean? Like I felt like the first two. It's hard. It's really hard to do prequels. It's really hard oh. to do prequels. Oh my god, I could, dude. If you want me to rework the prequels and make them work, I definitely could. Right? <laughs> I could make, dude. If you if you want to go down a rabbit hole for the last half hour. I can make the prequels and the sequel trilogies work. Okay. And I could do it fantastically. It, it's funny because I was doing this with my friend Tom and we were half joking but half being serious. Right. One of his best one of his best moments was when he introduced Obi Wan and all you see is a beard and then the fucking blast shield helmet that Luke wore and New Hope. The way he described it was hilarious. But anyways, <laughs> I could make the prequel trilogy work and I can make the sequel trilogy for work. If you want to give me after you're done talking about it, yeah. if you want to give me 10, 15 minutes, I can pitch it. I would pitch it so hard, it would be like pitching a tent. I, I feel like you already are. Uh, maybe I am. I cannot maybe confirm. I am. That's why the cat left the room. Anyway, um, <laughs> but no, no, I definitely want to hear this. But So put a pin on it. I just want to make sure I get my, my thoughts out about this. So like that, that was my – dissecting each movie, right? Overall – one and two felt like they were just taking their sweet ass time and it's like hey how's episode three coming along well great then we'll have time to do the next one it's like no no episode three is the last one you already did four. Oh, oh, oh mm-hmm. shit i felt like they rushed way too much stuff into three to try to wrap up all the loose ends i think that um one was weird and i think one was weird because you're essentially starting star wars and that's not easy mm-hmm. to do. I mean, even even people are still critical of A New Hope in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? But that's a hard thing to do. Two was just like setting up what would eventually be the Empire. That was really the big thing I got out of it. Like that was really mm-hmm. it. Just like setting up the army of the Empire. And then three was just let's wrap up all our shit. So going back to what we were talking about like in uh, intellectual properties about the new trilogy, the seven, eight, and nine – you're fucked. No, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I felt horrible for J.J. Abrams. You know why? 
imagine 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 being in his in his position right disney comes mm-hmm. to you it's like listen huh we just got this property it's got a <laughs> it's got a loyal fan base a diehard loyal fan base that we need to capitalize on and make them happy but we also need to attract new fans so here's the keys and good luck huh <laughs> I do not fucking envy him at all. Like as no. much shit as we want to give the the, and I, I will, I will give proper criticism to the movies that, where I will in a minute. I do not envy those those directors inter, and the and the producers who made those movies because that's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure to do that. Like imagine if someone Andrew, imagine if someone came to you. It's like, hey, you need to do uh, <clears throat> you need to do the next three Star Wars movies. Oh, I do it. But you wouldn't. You can't tell me you would not be like at least worried or stressed in some way, shape, or form about it, in terms of the like reception from fans. Uh, and it's not to say, and it's not to say that Star Wars fans are bitter or cynical assholes. I'm talking like you did this with any franchise. Well, yeah, but see, this is like I go back to it. There's a formula to making something work and making everyone happy. It's just there's two. How can I say this? There's just too much politics involved when it comes down to putting out properties. Like, right. it's for example, like Patty Jenkins when she was making Wonder Woman. The best scene in Wonder Woman was her going in the trenches and fucking shit up. But the, they didn't want her to. They, the the WB didn't want that scene, right? So I can only imagine how much fuckery is going on with Disney because Disney is just like a powerhouse of fuckery. They need to have their hands on everything. So who knows what kind of film J.J. Abrams could have pulled out if he didn't have the pressure Disney behind him. So I can understand where you're coming at, but again, sometimes like you just gotta fucking leave shit alone and let directors do their thing. It's best when directors can do their own thing and not be pressured. Now I have this. I I'm pretty sure I have this. I might have this in, incorrect, but J.J. Abrams only did Force Awakens and um, Rise of Skywalker. He did not do um, the Last Jedi, right? Yeah, that was Ryan fucking Johnson, yeah. aka my number five on my top ten enemy list. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know what we're referring to, and for reasons I don't know why, you might know why. When the trilogy was pitched. I believe it was supposed to be originally three separate directors in each one. Originally. I don't know. And, but e- don't but remember. either way, what ended up happening was J.J. Abrams did The Force Awakens, which is episode seven. Who was the one who did episode eight? Um, Ryan Johnson. And then J.J. Abrams came back for nine, for which is yeah. Rise of Skywalker. So the problem is, is that, and we'll, we'll probably butcher these fucking trilogy sequels right in here right now I think Abrams had a lot of I thought Force Awakens was actually pretty good to be honest with you um, yeah but the problem is like you said and in an overall bigger problem and I think a lot of fans agree with me on this and you might as well you might too Last Jedi redconned a lot of stuff from Force Awakens and then, then Rise of Skywalker redcon a lot of stuff from Jedi. Correct. So you it, had two different visions coming in, just screwing with everything. Yeah, that was the big problem with the, with the movies is that there was you could like Force Awakens. I hate to say it was a lot of a a lot of a clone, no pun intended, of 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 a New Hope, which I think. Not saying it's a bad thing, but. I think that was actually a smart move on J.J. Abrams' part 
to set it up that way. Mm-hmm. Because to no, me, I mean, to, I mean, did you did you feel that way? Like I felt like there was a lot. I was like, wow, this is a new hope again. Which I'm not. I, he did it his own way, and he did things that you know in a certain style, and there was obviously major differences. But I, I liked. I I think out of the out of those three, I think Force Awakens was my favorite. I agree with you, and that's why I say Force Awakens doesn't offend me like the other two. I think if they had just changed the ending with a super weapon, Force Awakens would have felt enough like past Star Wars without being too much of a parody, not a parody, but a, a copy of it, which it, it is. Like, it's basically New Hope yes. with, you yep. know, yep. whitewash it. Basically. Yeah. I also love the obsession that people have with Adam Driver. Like the, oh, dude, he's, a man. he's. I have mean, you, have, have you seen his Saturday Night Live? Yes. Uh, whatever the undercover boss the radio. Oh, dude, it's the best. I love it when he's just like, you know what? I just think Kylo Ren's just trying to make the galaxy a better place. He's like, yes, yes, you're right. He's like, wow. And then and he takes out the lightsaber. He's like, hey, look, I found Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Do you see it? Do you see it right here? Did you see the? Did you see the part two? Yes. Did you see the part two? Yeah. When when the, the woman is like a tie fighter pilot, and she's like, I can never become a tie fighter pilot because they said women can't be good pilots. So then he sets it all up, and she gets the helmet, and he goes, Now you can be a great tie fighter pilot like Kylo Ren, and he goes, No, screw that! I want to be a tie fighter pilot like Luke Sky. Uh, I want to be a pilot like Luke Skywalker. And then he takes the lightsaber out and kills her, and he goes. And you can die like him too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. He, I think that they. I, I think the casting was also very good choices. Um, I, I think Adam Driver fucking steals every scene he's in. Um, oh yeah. I also saw this video that said like Adam Driver yelling is my spirit animal, and it shows like every movie he's ever been in where he's just <laughs> screaming at the top of his lungs for whatever reason. Blow that piece of junk out of the sky. Um, fantastic. So you're right. I think that like Force Awakens was a good balance of homage slash like co- I don't want to say copy but it's I mean in a, in a positive annotation like a, a context tribute thank you yeah right no, word, that's but... a good one tribute to to a new hope it set up the, it sets up the status quo it, it creates a new um, <clears throat> you know new set of heroes new adventure I think the the thing that was really um, that I liked the most out of new um, god I almost said new hope See, I get all my movies freaking mixed up here. Um, what I what I really liked out of the writing out of everything besides, you know, um, besides uh, the new characters and everything like that, I particularly liked um, uh, what's his name, Finn. You have a you have a a, a stormtrooper turning on the Empire. "Quote unquote, new order, whatever, first order, Jesus." Yeah, I mean, I liked Finn in the first movie, but after the first movie, Finn didn't do. Much. I I know that's why I'm saying in in, For- in Force Awakens, I'm not saying anywhere else. You know who I fucking loved just because he was hilarious with General Hux. Like he was the most. <laughs> he was he is as Nazi Imperial like asshole you can get, and he just chewed up the scenery. Mm-hmm. He was great. Mm-hmm. So, Force Awakens was good, I thought. Then you got to Rise of, uh, you got to um, Last Jedi, and woof. Yeah. Last, 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 Force Awakens ended with, with with Rey finding Luke, which I thought was a great little endpoint. 
but then like I don't know what the fuck happened. I Dude, don't... first of all, when did fuel supplies become a problem in Star Wars? I don't know, ever. Second of all, <laughs> if they could have light speeded into the capital ship at any time and blown it up, why didn't do they do it when they had, I don't know, twenty more ships? Second of all, I'm sure somewhere someone is gonna be like, Well, issue number fourteen of the rebooted Marvel Comics Star Wars series states that you can only hyperdrive into another ship so many times before you fracture the cosmic balance of the... I don't give a shit. You're playing a movie when they have this maneuver that they can do at any time and they don't do it. And they just cruise along as their ships slowly get destroyed. That's a problem. Oh, and why wouldn't you tell uh, Poe Dameron your plan at all if he's just going to cause more trouble... If you don't tell them, that's, it just doesn't make sense why they didn't tell them that, hey, we're trying to get to this planet here. It makes zero sense, and let alone, like, everything else. The amount of tomfoolery that they had to go to to get to get the information on the casino world, which was stupid, and then they had to go to all these different places. It, oh, God. And then the Luke Skywalker stuff was just, I see, you're triggering me. It's triggering me. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, tell me how you really feel. Oh my god, dude! I feel like no. I, I, I thought Last I, Jedi I, was just um, a fucking mess. I, I think yeah, it was just a mess. the 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 only thing I did that I, the only thing I did like the only thing I did like um, was the confrontation between I keep calling him Adam Driver, Kylo Ren, and Luke. As brief as it was, as short as it was. That was probably the only thing I liked about it. They fucking killed Snoke. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, again, this is what we call Connor shitty writing. <sighs> See, and again, that's not what I would have done if I did the prequel trilogy. Well, we're getting oh, there. No, no. We're, we're gonna get oh, there. No. We're almost. We're okay. almost at that point. So, for those you who don't know, by the way, Snoke is the um, was basically the. Palpatine, if you will, of Kylo Ren of the New Order. Um, and for whatever reason, they decided to have him be killed off by Kylo Ren in the second movie of the trilogy, which leads to the question, where the f- f- fuck do you go from here? Um, which they could have, and that's the other part too, <clears throat> is that they could have recovered. And I think that Sno- I think that Snoke dying wouldn't have been so bad to me if there was a better payoff or if there was more weight behind his death. You know what I mean? It's it's got you got to give it to me in either either side like either he's that important of a deal where it's like oh shit he's he's dead uh what happens now for or and or um well this is the ramifications of him, of of him dying. Uh, which, by the way, I heard a really interesting theory about Snoke which was and I'm sure you might have heard too that it was um Mace Windu? Oh, I've heard that before. Yeah, I don't buy it, though. No, it was a bit of a stretch, but at the time when the movies were out, I was like, oh, it might be revealed that he's... I'm like, Jesus, he lasted how fucking long? <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that, yeah. that would be a bit of a stretch. But then again, so is this movie. Yeah. yeah. So, so we get to the last one. The very mm-hmm. last one, Rise of Skywalker, which I will say was a astounding, menacing, towering pile of meh. Yeah, you know, I think the biggest offense to Last Skywalker, in my opinion, is the 
treatment of Ray and Palpatine at the end. Yep. And and saying this, right? The problem with Ray, and uh, I'm going to piss off a lot of people with this, is that Ray is inherently boring, and she is, get this, a Mary Sue. I know a lot of people don't want to say that, but she is. Do you know what the Mary Sue uh, concept is, Connor? I feel like I've heard of this referred to as something okay. else, but go ahead. So basically, a Mary Sue is a character which is either one of two things. One is a placeholder character for the writer, yep. which typically also falls into the next category, which is a character that can do no wrong, which is basically what Ray mm, does. Yeah. Like, yep. She learns all these Jedi powers quickly. She's always able to save the day. She's able to become all the Jedis at one. Like the concept of having all the Jedis come into one on her and all the Sith come into one on Palpatine was a stupid concept. And honestly, if they really wanted to pay off Ray's character, and this is not part of my sequel trilogy, this is me taking a, a piece of turd and trying to turn the Mona Lisa into it, what they should have done, ready? Yep. They should have turned Ray dark. They should have turned her into a dark side, and it should have been Adam Driver, I'm sorry, Kylo Ren, <laughs> that turned her back. It should have been a double flip. As they call, in wrestling terms, a double turn. We should have seen a Rock Hogan situation in which Adam Driver comes in as the heel and she comes in as the face and midway through the match, they switch sides. That's what it should have happened. Now, however you wanted to resolve the trilogy, you could have. But the fact that she was even considered a Palpatine, she should have turned bad. Even even for like half the movie, she should have get, allowed herself to get corrupted. I think, and that would have, I think you're right. I think I, I would have been all gung-ho, especially with the way they were kind of really... That would have that would have made thing. I would have loved that a lot more, not just because of what we got, but because of, um, it's a way to that they would have had their own like little like twist or not twist, but like their own little like personalization on on their trilogy. You know what I mean? It's it's Kylo Ren's redemption, full mm -hmm. full arc, and he saves you know or kills Ray, and it would have been a twist that I don't think a lot of people would have. Well, yeah. It was predictable, but still, I it would have I would have loved it a lot more, mainly because I think I think Kylo Ren was obviously you're right she she was a Mary uh, uh, Ray was a Mary Sue, but Kylo Ren was fucking capturing my attention 100 percent of the time. And even then, you don't even have to have Ray die. Ready? Let me do an alternate ending. I say let's kill the bitch. Say, let's just say <laughs> <laughs> let's just say we do the movie all the way up to the last act, right? Okay, yep. And then the last act. Kylo Ren and her work together to kill the Emperor. Now, let's just say the Emperor dies. Then Rey comes to the realization, and throughout the movie you can tease the fact that she's turned to the dark side. She turns to Kylo and she says, go, be with your family or be with whatever, but someone needs to be in place for the Sith. Someone needs to manage the dark side. It can't be you because you can't handle it, but I can. I'm a Palpatine. I will take the First Order. I will take everything I will control it. I will make sure it won't be a problem for the Republic, but someone needs to manage the dark side. And I got great clerical issues. Like I can, I can manage it better than anyone. I've got like, great clerical you, skills. Yeah. Like uh, if you took her <laughs> and made her into like a benevolent evil dictator yeah. who's becoming dark for the sake of doing the right thing, then you could have had your cake and eat it too. But no, she has to fucking be able to and do not just that. She, at the end of it, there's, there's a great meme where they show, like, you've seen Endgame, right? 
yeah avengers endgame yeah no when they're all like saying their their names and he's like i'm tony stark yeah i'm doctor whatever i'm i'm peter quill and, and, and spider-man's like oh we're we're not using our make-believe names or we are using our make-believe names and they show ray at the end of the series go I'm a Skywalker, and they cuss the Spider-Man going, oh, wait, we're not using our make-believe names? Like, <laughs> it's just like, why make her... Oh, dude, it's so bad. So, so that's so bad. that's that's the other part that pissed me off, is that one thing that they were heavy, heavily hinting towards in the movies was the concept of that the Force needed to be balanced between the good and the light, so that there was a... There was a um, that there was a possibility that the the Sith or the dark side of the Force would not necessarily die, which is change or whatever it would be, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Which that you know, obviously, when I saw the the tr- the, the teaser with Ray as like you know having the, the the red lightsaber that apparently folds out like a fucking umbrella, um, I was like, that's that can't that's not real. It's either like a dream or it's this. I'm like, it'd be great if it was, but I'm not giving. I wasn't giving my hopes up, but I glad I didn't. But no. Um, and that's that. I think that was the biggest slap in the face of, uh, not slap in the face, but the biggest thing that pissed me off was was the ending. Who are you? I'm Ray. Ray who? Ray Star Wars. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of people. Ray Lucas. I've seen, by the way, I just looked up the memes of Ray on uh, Star Wars memes. Holy shit, there are some great ones. Who are you, Ray? Ray who? Raids Shadow Legends. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's a lot of these there's a lot of these luke skywalker it will take you many years to master the force right really it only took me a few minutes but it's that's true, but, but that's the other part too so the end of the whole thing ray returns to to tatooine and someone mm-hmm. asks who who she is because i guess she was at the skywalker farm right yeah yeah, so that, I, that's what I thought, and the, and she goes, "My name is Ray, Ray who?" And um, she says, "Ray Skywalker," which is like, "What the f- what what the f- what the fuck?" Um, by the way, I just found another meme that I just saw while I'm looking these up, and I have to send it to you, Andrew, and I can't wait to hear your reaction. So, um, but like, yeah, it was like, it, it, like if anything, she should have said Ray Palpatine, and like brought back the honor of 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 her family's name, right? That's what I would have mm-hmm. done anyway. Um, hopefully that went through. Let me see if it did. I haven't got it yet. Are you texting it? No, I'm sending it in Facebook. Oh, Facebook. It, it might not work. Damn it. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, it was like, I, I, the, the whole the whole thing was just, I, JJ did the best he could. I think, given what he had to do and how he had to wrap things up, so I can't be too hard on him. But yeah, I obviously did not like Rise of Skywalker either. I think that The Force Awakens was the best one out of the three. But now, the creative floor is yours, Mr. Andrew, and I apologize if I cut you off a couple times. Um, guys, I might have some questions, but the floor is yours. How would you How would you do things? Let's, put the, let's give you the book. First of all, I'm tagging you into an awesome video that I think you'll like. There we go. Should really not be on my phone when we're doing this, but okay. Screw it. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna, I'm gonna send you... you something. Oh my god. <gasps> oh, that's amazing. Wow. Wow. Someone made an animation of that. Yeah. Clearly, they're putting way too much time into it, but it looks amazing. Wow. That's. I want to know how long that took. Um, anyway, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm also gonna send you that thing on your Facebook page. So continue. Start off, and hopefully, this this doesn't distract you. But I'm sure it okay. will. So I'm literally going to speed through this, and I'm going to give you the basic 
basic uh, beats of what I would have done for the sequel trilogy and the prequel trilogy. And ready? We're yep. going to go into this in that, for me, the only things that are canon in the extended universe are everything up to yep. the Spectre of the Past and Vision of the Future stuff. Okay. Everything after that is no longer canon. Okay? Okay. So, so did, did, did you get my did you, before you start? Did you get my thing on Facebook? Oh God! Let me check. Let's <laughs> I just see. Want, I just want to see. I just want to hear his reaction. I got something. Yes, I did. Fucking <laughs> 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 so stupid. So it's a, it's another meme. It says it's the woman from from the end. Who are you? I'm Ray. Ray who? And it just shows a ghost of the first droid from fucking from Phantom Menace, and she just goes Rager Rager. <laughs> oh, that's that's okay. that's my favorite. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to get that out of my way. Ready? Yep. So listen. Yep. One thing that okay, Lucas, you can say whatever you want about George Lucas, right? He's a great ideas man. He's just a horrible implication of that. Like he can't implement stuff, but he can create great ideas, right? Yep. It's basically that's just this thing. One of the things he said about Star Wars, which is very true, that just was not implemented correctly, is Star Wars is like poetry. It rhymes. It's supposed to rhyme into itself. So the original trilogy is established. I would have had the original trilogy mirror the prequel or the prequel trilogy mirror the original trilogy in a couple ways. First of all, Anakin Skywalker would not be the main character. The main character has to and always will be Obi-Wan Kenobi. I know the main character is typically kind of, he kind of shares it with Anakin, but Anakin's story is so heavy in the prequel trilogy that he's considered the main character. I think we can agree on that. So, so, so you're you're saying that the prequels would focus on Obi Wan primarily? Cor- correct, and okay. it would be Obi Wan established as a Jedi Master. I don't need to see him as a Padawan or whatever in training, right? He's a Jedi Master, established, right? And here's the thing: Anakin's story is still going to be there, but it's going to be a backdrop. So his story is going to start off similar to Luke Skywalker. He's on the farm. He's a kid. They find him, and he starts training. He starts training later in life, kind of like Luke did. But instead of Luke Skywalker overcoming the hurdles that Vader didn't overcome, uh, that uh, he started know how the hurdles that Luke overcame with dealing with his fear and his ghost and yeah. and being tempted by the dark side. Well, that's where Vader starts falling into the the pit hall, right? Okay. So like Vader does a similar test where he has to face his fear, and although they think he passes it, no, that's the first step to doubt, right? And in the third film, instead of him going outright and just start murdering people left and right and being like a psychopath and murders his own wife, Padme needs to have died before he became Lord Vader. Because I don't think him killing Padme is a way to make him into Lord Vader. He needs to actually become Lord Vader after the fact. But the prequel trilogy is basically going to be Obi-Wan Kenobi story about how the Empire slowly crept in. And you can keep the points about, like, the clones and the Senate and how the Senate got taken over by Palpatine because he's got, like, a plus 20 on disguise. I'm cool with that. Yep. But it would make a lot more sense if it came from the POV of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, I I love that idea. The only question I have is that considering that the the original trilogy focuses so much on Luke... Wouldn't you want to? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want to properly? Like, I'm not saying don't focus it on Obi Wan. I think that he. I think you're right because I think that, especially since he's not, he's obviously present in the original trilogy. But I feel mm-hmm. like that. 
his importance is underwhelmed in the prequels, if that makes sense. Like, I, I feel like he, he has a right to be an important character in the original trilogies. Abso-freaking-lutely. Um, but I feel like it, it's undermined in the first three. So wouldn't you want to balance out it better? At least at least saying, like, okay, it's going to be about Obi-Wan and Vader's turn. Well, yeah. Vader's turn is going to be a, a, a focus, right? Right. But it's going to be a B-plot. It's not going to be the main plot. And here's the th- reason why I don't. I want. How can we say this? So the way I always saw Vader is, I never saw him as the one that was supposed to bring for you know balance to the galaxy. Right. He, in the original trilogy, they didn't portray him as the corrupt Jesus that went wrong. Right. They portrayed Vader as an excellent starfighter pilot. Yep. They portrayed him as a fantastic sword fighter yep. or saber fighter. Right. Right. And he's just a really good man that went down the wrong path, right? Right. I think Vader brings a lot more to the table if you play him off as being this amazing Jedi, this great man, and have him actually be a good man, not a whiny little bitch like Hayden Christensen played him as, but like a really good man, like had values and morals and all this stuff, and be a really good Jedi that just happened to fall when his wife has died. Because me, me believing him going evil because of the possibility his wife dying during childbirth. And that's the stupidest reason for him to go evil. <laughs> during childbirth, you live in a fucking world where you can regrow limbs and shit like that. Just throw her in the bantha tank and just let her figure it out. I mean, you're not like, wrong. I, but but let, me, let me throw this out there. So you're saying, like, basically get rid of the prophecy concept. Or at least not have it be over Anakin's head this whole time. Correct. I yeah. think the concept... And, and get it. The Force... It's supposed to be an allegory for God or Jesus or not God or Jesus, but religion, right? Or faith. Yep. yep. Right? When you, I think you can still have that, but it should be more rooted in the concept of science fiction, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that would, it, it makes things more believable when stuff happens rather than it was destined to happen. Because then we get into the question like, oh, who was supposed to bring balance to the force? Was it supposed to be Vader? Did he kind of do it when he threw the Emperor off? Or was it Luke when he turned Vader good again? Or was it fucking Rey when she destroyed the Emperor? Like, is that even bringing balance to the Force? What does it mean to bring balance to the Force? Right? That's that's the question. And when you make it into a religious thing and all this prophecy stuff, it's just silly. Why would they have a prophecy? They have flying cars. It's just... It, okay. Anyways, right? That would be the basic gist. The basic gist, right? I'm cutting out so much stuff. No, no, no. I, I get you. I, and you know, it's funny. You do bring up a good point. The other thing that I really don't like about the prequels is they're like, oh, maybe he's the one that can bring balance to the forts. Motherfuckers, you are outweighing the Siths by like 20 to 1 right now at the beginning yeah. of the first movie. It's like you have a fucking council and there's literally like, there are two Siths. They master and disciple. It's like, motherfucker, you, there's like at least three, like you outnumber them like 5 to 1, you fucking idiots. Like, what are you worried about? Exactly. Exactly. So the whole balance of the force thing, it needs to either be clearly defined better because it's not clearly defined or it needs to be reworked because the Sith be, that's another problem. The Sith shouldn't be two people. That's something I would change completely. But regardless, right? Yep. So we go through this whole process. Then we have the original trilogy. Yep. Then we go into the prequel trilogy Cool. or the sequel tri- trilogy, right? And I, I actually tried to think about how it would work with the actors that are in this trilogy and make it work. But see, 
the, the whole concept is it's supposed to rhyme, right? Everything is supposed to flow into each other. So, right, part one, we get the establishment of the characters. Main characters are going to be the children of the old school characters. So you have uh, the twins that Solo and Leia have, right? Those will be more the veteran kind of guiding people along characters. And then you have, right, we will introduce um, Anakin Solo, right? Instead of it being Ben Solo, Kylo Ren will be Anakin Solo, right? And then you can have Ben Skywalker, which is what Luke's kid actually was named, right? And then those characters will kind of marry each other. And then I would introduce a character similar to Ray. Let's just say we bring Ray in, and Ray would be the balance between the two, right? The balance of the Force. So you have the downfall of this new Anakin, this solo character. And you can go through many of the similar stuff. And then you have Ray, who's kind of caught in between, kind of that gray area. And then you have the Ben Skywalker, the son of Mara and Luke, who is kind of that new Jedi that's, you know, kind of, you know, is kind of gearing towards being that Luke Skywalker character, right? And the second movie, right? First movie we introduced that, whether it's Snoke or Palpatine, fuck it, let's make it Palpatine. Okay. Palpatine has another clone. He's come back a million times in the comics <laughs> with clones. It's, it's like his thing, right? Let's just say he comes back with clones, and he just starts fucking shit up, right? The way that you get rid of Palpatine and you move the story along, you have Palpatine and Luke kill each other. Let's just say, let's paint this picture. They need to get off this big planet that's this death weapon. Yep. But someone needs to stay behind to make sure Palpatine doesn't stop the bomb that's going to blow everything up and save the day. So Luke sacrifices himself. That's a way of getting Luke off the table. This is a way of relieving that superpower. And then you can transfer that role over to the Kylo Ren or the, the, the fucking new Anakin, right? And then he becomes a major bad. And then you have Ben Skywalker who wants to avenge his father for what happened to his father. And then those two are going to go together and fight. And then mm. it will be Ray that needs to be the balance. So who will bring balance to the Force? Well, it will be the person that brings the balance. And she will use both light and dark side, right? And the story is supposed to wrap up the Skywalker shit, right? I don't care about the political stuff in this, right? If you're going to go Star Wars and you're going to go full Skywalker, right? You can have the backdrop of the war and everything. But at this point, right, the Empire should be, or the First Order, whatever you want to use, should be small. They shouldn't even, even be a fucking problem, right? You have this <laughs> massive republic. Do you know how they did it in the books? It's fucking fantastic. In the books, the Empire actually becomes benevolent and goes off on their own, and they coincide. They live in peace with the Republic. Yes. They kind of just make a treaty, right? Why do we have to have two major superpowers going at each other? It's a terrible backdrop where the fate of the world rests in people with lightsabers. The great thing about Star Wars and Return of the Jedi, right, is that at the end of the day, and you can talk about the books or you can talk about the comics and how Palpatine kind of coordinated people with the Force and and once he died, then that's when the Empire kind of fell apart. But at the end of the day, the, the world, everything was saved by Lando Calrissian and Wedge Antilles, two people that don't have laser swords, blowing up the Death Star, right? Mm -hmm. And that's how that war should end. If you want to tell a story about the Skywalkers, have it focus on the Skywalkers. And then the ending would just be something, right? I, I figured it out. I'm just I'm throwing this out here real quickly. But this is how you pay homage to the old fans, right. right? Yep. So you have Luke, Leia, and 
and Han, and then you kind of get them off the table in their traditional ways, Luke would have to die, right? He needs to become the Force Ghost. He needs to, like, it's, how can I say this? I have a problem in Dungeons and Dragons. Let me, I'm going to make a good analogy. Okay. Our, in this campaign that we've been playing for almost 20 years now, our original characters are still there as NPCs. Jesus. Now, the max level that I allow a character to go at is level 20, but our original characters, these five characters, are level 30. I've had a problem that whenever I run a campaign with new characters, how can I believe that any threat would be a critical threat when we got fucking super paladin and jealous over here who could just literally walk up and wink at the thing and blow it up? Like, it just makes no sense having those powerful characters. So I've been slowly taking them off the table so that they're no longer in our campaign world. So here's the problem. When you bring in the older characters, Han Solo, Leia, and in particular Luke Skywalker, which is basically Super Saiyan, SSJ, Jesus of the Force, <laughs> how can you believe him being a credible thing and having this credible enemy when he's there? No, you have to take him off the board. And I would do it by having him sacrifice himself in a very Jedi way to kind of get rid of the big bad of whatever that may be, Palpatine or whatever. I'm rambling. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. No, no, no. You you make a you you make another good point. Is that I think that that Luke coming back um, was a big problem because mm-hmm. and and you can you can argue it being like okay they were they were trying to play off like the Yoda dynamic from the original trilogy or the Obi Wan dynamic from the 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 fir- the prequel trilogy whatever but at the end of the day you're right i think that that you're that with how much there was you know in the original trilogy and obviously hindsight's 2020 uh the the thought that luke was like the saving grace you you can't have him even if he was not in in the forefront of the new movies. You can't have him on there. I completely agree with that. You took the words out of my mouth and, and probably said it better than I could have. Um, because you can't you can't expect the new characters to stand on their own or to establish a new mythos, I guess, of your own in the Star Wars trilogy that you're kind of trying to make if you rely too heavily on such a such a quite frankly a dominating character like Luke Skywalker was. At least the way he was portrayed in the original trilogy. Mm. You're 100% right about that. Um, and the only way around that is if you made Luke Skywalker the main character, and then you can kind of play with that toy the way it is, but then again, you run the risk of not bringing in new fans. That's where the problem comes yeah, in. Yeah, that's the overall problem with these movies. But you know what wasn't um, what? a problem? And what was actually, we actually said this earlier, you mentioned this at the very beginning of the episode, one of the best things to come out of Star Wars was definitely The Mandalorian. Correct. Um, so... Spoilers. <laughs> I won't be. I won't be spoiling. I, I already talked to Andrew off off the air about the the latest two episodes as of this recording, which are chapters nine and ten. I'm not going to spoil them here because I definitely encourage you guys to go check them out. And for cheap plugs, if you guys go over to my YouTube channel, YouTube.com/slash/TheOKFabeShow, I'm actually doing a weekly review series of each episode. So if you guys want to me to go like deep diving in these episodes, uh, go check them out over on that channel. But I fucking love the Mandalorian series. Yeah, it's good. It feels like an old Western. Um, and the great thing about it is there's no... It's just doing its own thing. It's like a, something that you can watch one episode if you want to and be fine. And it's kind of its own self-contained story. 
but it also connects to a bigger story. I also like the fact that they're able, and, and I think this is why like Rogue One was also a bit of a success too, because you're having something that's taking place in the Star Wars universe that is not, at least so far, involved in the main story of like the Skywalker saga, quote unquote is what they're calling it. And so that gives you a lot of, sort of, a lot of freedom to do a lot of different things with different characters. And I think that's why Rogue One was so good. Because you had this, like, side story that was going on where you weren't, like, crippled to, like, stick to certain aspects of the Skywalker story where it's like, well, it has to tie back into this, whatever this going on. You still have that limitation in some ways in terms of, like, timing and stuff. But that's the reason I like the Mandalorian so much is that it's like, wow, you have this like period. And for those of you who don't know, Mandalorian takes place between uh, Return of the Jedi and um, Force Awakens. Which how much how much time passed between those movies? Did they say in the in the in the movies? Um, no, but we can probably do the math because what um, I could probably look it up. But if you want to just do math, let's say Kylo Ren was what twenty five oh. to thirty. Nope, I found it. Thirty years. Okay, so that makes sense. Kylo Ren's 25 to 30, and let's just say he was conceived right after Return of the Jedi, so I would say 25 to 30 years. There's a joke in there. I just can't think of it. I'm too tired. Um, mm-hmm. When the Death Star blow up. Uh, so, um, with Mando happening, this happens right in between them, so you could say, and from what we gather, it looks like it takes place at least a couple of years after Return of the Jedi, but well before the new, uh, the First Order is established. So, there, then that's why I liked Rogue One, is that even though Rogue One took place between Return of, I think it took place between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yeah, it had to have, obviously, the way it fucking ended. Um, that it, uh, that you have that, like, f- bigger freedom to like play around with other things and other characters without having to necessarily affect um, other aspects. At least that's what I liked about it. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I, I think you nailed it on the head when it comes down to the fact that it, it doesn't really affect the greater scheme of Star Wars, at least as we know right now. I mean, you know, fucking baby Yoda is going to be something, <laughs> right? But yeah. As of right now, it's not playing towards the bigger picture, which is good, right? It's just a story about a guy doing his thing and getting his thing done. Like, that's that's something that's great. You know, what I particularly like is that um, is the fact that it is set during this time period, which is quite possibly one of the most interesting time periods in Star Wars, which is just not focused on. It's always Knights of the Old Republic, Clone Wars, or now that really far 30 years past Return of the Jedi. It's never the best time, which is basically right after Return of the Jedi. And you know what I would really like is um, I would like to see some of the original characters come in, but yep. maybe recasted. Uh, there's a, what's his name? Uh, for Luke Skywalker. They were playing around with this guy, or maybe he was playing around with it. The guy that plays the Winter Soldier in Adventures. Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian. Um, oh my God. Oh God. Oh, um, I'm second. trying oh. to look it up right now. Oh, uh, come on, come on, come on! I need the name. I need the okay, name. Okay, here we go. Um, I think I have it. No, I don't. Oh my God! I thought I it's had race, it. It's a race. It's a race. It's a race. It's a race. <laughs> what the fuck? Why can't I find his name? Um. Yeah. Let's do this. 
Gotta hurry up, hurry up, gotta beat you again. Ah, Sebastian Stan. Stan. <laughs> I beat you. I win. <laughs> um So yeah, no, I, I that'd be great. He's a great if you look at this guy, like type in type in Sebastian Stan and type in Luke Skywalker. Just type it in because they people have oh, done wow. this like with very little makeup. You can make him like there's a Holy shit. Person, and he kind of looks like a young Mark Hamill. Oh my god! So imagine he if they brought him in and they did him as Luke Skywalker. Like you could and like Carrie Fisher. I think her daughter looks a lot. Yo, like, it's like scary. Yeah, and I think if you look at Carrie Fisher's daughter. Let me just double check. I think she looks a lot like because she was in the Force Awakens movies. Um, I mean the prequel trilogies. She looks relatively like Leia. If you did some digital fucking shenanigans, you can make her into Leia. I mean, they already showed that they could CGI Leia into Rogue One, but like it would be kind of cool, even if it was for like ten seconds. How cool would it be for like let's say five minutes and Luke Skywalker just showed up? Sebastian Stan did his thing and you do it from a distance so he looks like Mark Hamill young like it would be really cool if they did that just as a uh, cameo isn't be... Sasha Banks supposed to be in this uh, season 2 yes spoilers I believe she's going to be in chapter 11 and Ahsoka is supposed to show up in season 2 right that's the thing is that there's there's a lot of there's a lot of rumors about season 2 for Mandalorian but nothing's been confirmed yet um, mm. but nothing's been confirmed as far as role yet Mm, interesting. I wonder what Sasha Banks is going to be doing. Good question. Being the boss. Uh, Sasha Banks. Maybe you'll say here in her filmology. Um, don't even have it. Interesting. Hmm. Dude, she's only twenty-eight. Yeah, right. Makes us feel old, dude. You know what I was thinking today? Oh fuck, that hurt. Um, <laughs> Dude, I cut open my finger today, like, really bad. Oh, Jesus. Um, and I just whacked it against the chair. But you know what I was just thinking today? Really off-topic, super off-topic. Yeah. But, like, do you realize that when The Rock and Hogan fought each other, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. See, we're going back into wrestling. But The Rock and Hogan fought each other. Uh, Hogan was 49 years old. Yes. Right? In pretty good shape, I would have to say. Especially for someone that was a heavy steroid user probably 10 years beforehand. Mm -hmm. But he was in fairly good shape, right? Mm -hmm. Rock is now 48 years old, a year younger than what Hogan was. And he looks like he could eat him. Rock is, is in better shape now than he was beforehand. Yep. Granted, <laughs> I mean, how much of that is Rock on steroids? But I mean, have you seen his eating regimen? Jesus Christ. Yeah, guy, the uh, guy eats like twelve pancakes a day. I'm like, I, dude, it's like <laughs> I can't go to IHOP and like do the all you can eat pancakes, and like by the fourth one, I'm like, I'm fucking sick of these things. Well, that's just cheap day, but you know, it's just phenomenal to see how better shape people are athletes wise, and just people in general nowadays. Where you have someone like Rock who's 48, or Triple H is even like 51, and Triple H is still in fucking fantastic. Okay, we're getting yep. super off topic. This it's maybe okay. It should be a, maybe this should be a discussion for when you and I are not on the thing, but yeah, like, whatever. Triple H looks phenomenal for his age. Yeah. Remember when we used to think wrestlers in their 30s were like, and this all got brought up because Sasha Banks is so young, but yep. like, is she really? Uh, I, I, I mean, yeah, she is, but like, 
she has at least another 20 years in her career. Fuck it, never mind. Uh, let's talk Star Wars. My bad. <laughs> It's it's all good, man. It's all, I think we pretty much said everything we need to to say at least so far. You know, I mean, I'm sure there's there's more things that we can talk about. If there's other things in Star Wars that you guys want us to cover in future episodes, let us know. Love to hear your thoughts on that. Let us know on the Twitters and let us know what you guys think of all this stuff. We've been posting a lot of cool things over on Twitter, so make sure you check it out at Fandom. Oh, sorry, at Pod Fandom, excuse me. And uh, you know what? I'm going to post a couple of things over there. We've got the the the, uh, the poll up there, letting you guys letting us know which uh, trilogy you guys thinks is worse, the prequels or the new ones. I'm going to throw up that picture of Sebastian Stan as Luke Skywalker. I'm fucking floored. That's nuts. I like literally Googled it. I'm like, holy shit. That's like scary yeah. accurate how it was. So let us know. By the way, we got 14 votes so far since we started this uh, as of this right. as of wrapping up this episode. And so far, it is like 78% saying. Um, the newer trilogy was worse. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting. Um, Carter, you know what you should do is for, after we upload this yeah. podcast, mm-hmm. you should put up a poll on our Twitter page on what the next topic should be. I'm give, all give for that. Power to the fans. All right, so let's so, let's let's make some decisions now. Let's 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 throw out four suggestions. Do you think we can do that? Okay, let's do it. So let's see. Um, we can do. St- you go first. I think Star Trek's a big one. Uh, that will definitely be a discussion. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I am one of the most hardcore Star Trek fans. <laughs> All right. Get. What else you got? Let's let's um, we'll, we'll each pick two. Okay. Um, let's. Uh, I'm gonna stick with what I said earlier. Let's talk about uh, card games. Let's just throw card games in general, like All Magic, right. Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh. Just card games. Okay. Um, I'm gonna throw Harry Potter out there. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. <laughs> have you read the books, Harry Potter? Yes, I have. Uh, so have I. There's a funny story behind that. So if you pick <laughs> Harry Potter, yep. you can get that funny story. <laughs> okay. Shit, that leaves that leaves me with the last one. No, no pressure. Oh, no pressure. I haven't even like given any thought to it. Um, hentai. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I almost typed that out. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, well, what have we not really talked about that much? Um, we did video games a little bit. Uh, we just did Star Wars. You suggested Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh god, Connor, why are you making me do this? We're starting to run out of fandoms, aren't we? No, we're not running out of fandoms. You're doing it to me at eleven thirty at night. <laughs> Where I have to be at five up at five o'clock to go to the gym. So mm-hmm. um, no pressure. No pressure. Mm. Um, okay, I'm going to throw one out there. Okay. Screw it. Yep. It's going to go back to wrestling. Okay. And I'm only doing this because it was just on my mind because I was thinking of Rock's sexy-ass body at 48 years old. <sighs> I'm okay. How, ready? Ready? Yeah. How would we fix WWE? Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. How we would fix... Probably make it Ooh, uh, that that that's gonna be that's gonna be a doozy. All right, screw it. I'm gonna post it right now. It'll be up there nice. for a while. So, anyway, you that's know a, what? You, okay. And by the way, right? Yes. Have you ready? Some mm-hmm. stuff that you need to get on. Have you watched the boys yet? No, okay. I got I, I, the boys. Yeah. Have you watched Castlevania the animated series yet? Yes. You have. Oh shit! Then take a. I already posted it. <laughs> Oh, 
that's going to have a listen there's some stuff that you got to get your shit together on so we can talk about <laughs> boys is one of them but you know what guys Castlevania we're going to have to talk about that sometime. it's good, it's good stuff I mean? it's, it's oh, I was oh, I was surprised I was very surprised not because mm. not because I didn't think it was going to be bad but just like whoa this is deeper than how I thought how good it was yeah but we'll, have to, sa- we'll have to save that for next month yeah okay anyways Regardless, right? Ooh. Everyone out there. You know I what? Everyone's. I was ahead. thinking we could do holiday ones too. Oh yeah, well Thanksgiving's coming up, and yep. then Christmas. Oh we Jesus! Do... I'm sure there's a oh, lot God. of. <gasps> Chris, a Christmas movie one. Make Ooh. a list of the best Christmas movies. Wait, wait, oh, wait, so wait, metal. wait! I have a great idea. I have a great idea. I'm gonna throw this out there. We'll we'll expand upon it more next time. Christmas movie tournament. Oh shit! Oh shit! I I am interested to hear about this. Plus, we that need to tell the stories about why we dressed up like reindeer. Oh yeah! I, I come on, that's epic. That is epic. But that's that's the stories for another time. Thank you guys, everyone, for tuning in for the latest episode of World of Fandom Podcast. We'll see you guys next week. Go on our Twitters and vote what you guys want to see for the next week's episode. We got a bunch of options. Star Trek, Harry Potter, card games, or how me and Andrew would fix the WWE. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at PodFandom. Download all the cool episodes. Follow him on his Twitter account at AndrewCutterInc. Follow mine at OKFabe. We'll see you guys next time for another World of Fandom Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take care. And as always, take it easy. Peace out.